0: Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Podcast. We're the Switch to Manual guys. My name's Antonio. And I'm Tom. Uh, Today's episode is episode four, so we're getting on a roll here. This one we're calling Getting Close, Get In Closer. Getting Close, Get In Closer. Tom, you had this idea talking about how people are just not getting close enough when they're taking pictures.
1: Yeah, I I think it's something that as you get more into photography, you just naturally start to get in closer to your subject. And, you know, on on the one hand, I think it's a good rule of thumb. As a general rule, just get closer, you know. We all have shots of, or at least I know I do, (laughs) you know, I'll be reviewing images and I'm... Uh, so far away from the subjects that I, you know, it's it's like why did I even take this? You know, and the people look like ants. And and then compare that to when you're a few feet away from somebody and you get this lovely image that captures somebody ex- somebody's expression, the emotion, and the background is peripheral or it's interesting, but but you're in close. I think just as a general rule for starters. You know, images are inherently more interesting when you're
0: closer. So many people I see, you give them the camera to take, They take my picture, or or you see them taking a picture of something else, and they grab the camera, and they start backing up, and everybody backs up, and it's like, what are you afraid of? I mean, (laughs) stick the camera in the people's face, or whatever, I mean...
1: Get closer, yeah. I mean, I'm in the habit of like whenever I hand somebody my picture, if I say, hey, can you take a picture of us? I'll, I'm just prepared to say, go ahead and get closer. Yeah, get closer. Yeah. yeah. And that's oftentimes because I have my wide angle on. And as, as you were pointing out earlier, Tony, the, the wide angle, if you're – back a little bit from something, it, it accentuates that and exaggerates that. So, I mean, oftentimes when I'm shooting with the wide angle, I will be just right up on top of whatever I'm shooting. And sometimes the lens isn't even pointed right at the person, but because it's wide angle and you're getting so much, you can do all kinds of interesting things just from
0: a few feet away from your subject. Of course, when you get in closer with a wide angle, you start talking about distorting yeah, the subject. A little yeah, bit, you know? that's true. Right. right, which can be fun and interesting, and also, well, uh, sometimes you, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful with that. That's. Yeah, I mean, each lens has a different vocabulary. I think, and so wide-angle lenses, you know, say something, you know, uh, one way, and maybe telephoto is another way. They they say different things about the the subject that you're shooting. Yeah, I mean, getting in close. Yeah, this idea that. We all sort of want to see the picture up close. You don't want to... I don't want to say you don't want to crop the picture later in processing. I mean, you can do that. It's part of the post-processing situation. Sure. You can yeah. do that. But yeah. I mean, the idea is of getting in close, meaning you're engaging your subject. I mean, because you can get in close with a telephoto lens. You're not physically close to the person. Right. But you're yeah. you're well, getting... You're filling the frame with the, the subject. So you're getting in tight.
1: Yeah. Right. But I mean, you're you're touching on another aspect of getting close, which is actually... Physically, physically getting, getting closer to the person yeah. because you can you can get a shot of somebody with a zoom and you could be fifty yards away, yeah. but it could look as if you're you're up in really, really close and people are looking at the images later, whether it's published or you're just showing people or it's online. People aren't gonna necessarily know immediately unless they're a photographer were were you really close to this person or were you far away? So really what we're talking about in a sense here is the final product, you know, the image that you produce. Mm -hmm. But I think it's useful to talk about the fact that physically, we could, you know, as as we're taking photographs, you can be really close to someone and that creates a different kind of dynamic. I mean, if I don't have a zoom, and I'm going to be just a few feet away from you, I'm probably going to be asking your permission. Or even if I don't, you're going to be aware that I'm taking your picture so i'm gonna be kind of looking for your reaction to see in my face <laughs> is this safe can i do this are you gonna yeah, give me a beat down
0: yeah i mean that that brings up this i mean i like i sort of i want to say grew up on telephoto lenses you know living in new york and not wanting to stick a camera in someone's face because i'm afraid that they're gonna beat the hell out of me. yeah you yeah. know so just this idea i want to take someone's shot Candidly, but like have them not know or be at a distance and you know, a telephoto zoom lens would be helpful for that. I can still get close to uh-huh, them without right. physically yeah. getting close.
1: Yeah, that's the advantage of of a zoom. And I mean the added advantage is they're less likely to know somebody's less likely to know that you're taking their picture, so it's gonna be more candid. So it's not you know, when people realize you're taking their picture, of course they they get nervous, they start to do certain things just Unconsciously, even before they even realize they're doing anything. But you know, when you take take a shot of somebody at a distance, whether it's a street scene or a performance, and people aren't aren't aware that their photograph is being taken, you get a, a different kind of shot. You know, so that's that's I think one of the advantages
0: of a zoom. But the down, I don't know. So the downside of it is that you start to look like a real photographer, and you got this giant zoom lens on your camera, and yeah. you're walking around and. I don't know if people are more suspicious and they see you like off in the distance shooting with a telephoto and like, what are you, you know, what are you doing rather than like what you're saying with a wide angle lens, you're sort of forced to go up into someone's face and and say, you know, I want to take your picture and and you're there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think there's more creativity with a wide angle too. I mean, you know, not only do you have to get up close, but when you're getting, you know, the, your subject can fill the image mostly, but when you have that wide angle, there's going to be other things in the image and I kind of like that. You know, that's my my go-to favorite lens.
0: You know, part of what you're saying is that when you're shooting with the wide angle, you're also creating a sense of an environment yeah. where the person is, a sense of context And the telephoto is even though you're getting in close to the uh. person. You tend to be cropping out naturally because the way the zoom lens is, the environment or even because with a zoom lens you're getting a you can get a more shallow depth of field, right? So yeah. then you're not seeing so much of what's in the background. You might see a little bit of it. But, again, and I, I always think about, like, I shoot verticals a lot. By the way, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and turn your camera vertically once in a while, you can get some <laughs> really interesting shots. I notice everybody...
1: Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs>
0: hey, think of magazine <laughs> covers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Think of magazine covers, okay? No, I, don't I, don't don't, like, I don't like it so much. I don't you, know why. But, but well, it, it is great work. for a portrait.
0: Well, I think it depends on the shot. I mean, yeah, I like yeah. vertical... I love vertical wide-angle shots. Uh huh. You know, I know mean, uh-huh. this is going off topic a little bit, but vertical wide-angle shots, like inside and in interiors and stuff like that, where I can see the bottom of like my feet and the ceiling. Yeah. Wide yeah, lenses. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. For portraits, I don't know. You know, for a person, it would make them look really kind of skinny and tall. With hey, that's another podcast. That is another the, skinny the, or heavy. That's going to be a future podcast. Skinny or heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How to get beat up at a wedding? <laughs> how to insult the bride? <laughs>
1: Or how to flatter the bra. How to flatter. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on what lens you use. But right. um,
0: what I'm saying is about the, you know, the wide lens, being able to show more of the context of yeah. where uh-huh. what the situation is. And, and you know, a telephoto is sort of peaking, you know, it's showing a sliver of that environment. And yeah. nothing one's better than the other. Even when you get close to someone with a wide lens, you're going to still sh- end up showing uh-huh. a lot of the background. And if you get close to the telephoto, that background is going to be kind of minimized. That's
1: true. It's a different, it's a different way of seeing, you know, I, I think of the zoom as being more, well, I mean, you said it succinctly just then it's, it's less background, it's less ambiance. And sometimes that's okay. I mean, if you're, your subject is all you want, and you really just want to kind of capture someone's expression or energy, facial characteristics, then then, the, then you're not you're not worried about that wide angle background capture the ambiance. you know you're you're trying to really zo- zoom in for a nice portrait, which of course is why sometimes you'll see people outside in the streets doing headshots with a zoom and the photographer's just standing you know 20 yards away from the subject so they can zoom in and just, get a really nice portrait of that person. When we
0: talk about getting in close too, you also want to think about like in this case, we're probably talking about people shots, but mm-hmm. like how you would frame the shot, you know, again, people, you give someone the camera and they always back up. And so everybody's always taking, you know, yeah, cutting off people at the knees or something when you take the shot, because you're backing up so much. So, you know, my thought is that if you're going to back up far enough, make sure you get the person's whole body in the shot. I mean, that's if you're backing up. If you get yeah. in close, think about that frame. Uh-huh. Right? You're gonna shoot someone's there's I can't say this because it was a family friendly podcast, but there's what we call the four T's T, the letter T of framing. And I'll I'll leave two of them to the imagination. And it starts under the neck and goes tonsils, something else <laughs> something else, and then toes. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh those four framing options. I think a video cameraman once told me that. Those were the the places of framing but you know basically chest up you know Uh just above the neck up for the head chest up just about the waist up and then toes those are your four framing things so i think when you're getting closer you start thinking about the framing and you know you're talking about a person frame it up with something distinct don't cut off someone's feet if you're trying Uh to do a full if you're moving back or you know. Yeah,
1: it's tricky. I, I mean, because the, oftentimes what happens when you get closer, of course, is that you're cutting off all kinds of things. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. you're just, you're zooming in more. So you might just have a shot of half of someone's face and, you know, one eye and, and that can look really cool. And, you know, part of it is just having fun and being creative and feeling free and not, not being trapped in like, okay, I'm going to take your picture. I'm going to stand 10 yards away and get all of you in it. But certainly, if, if you are taking either a portrait of somebody or a group shot, you want to make sure you do take a few shots where you're back far enough to that, you know, you have everybody all the way in the image, especially, you know, like if it's some kind of formal event, um, a lot of energy can go into the choice of footwear <laughs> <laughs> and so if you chop everybody's feet yeah, off and yeah, they're like yeah, hey
0: yeah. you know where's the shot of my shoes yeah. you know well there's a there's a shot to get a close-up of people's shoes exactly Go yeah right well, well that's the, the other thing yeah.
1: i mean e- even getting away from people entirely you know just any anything you're shooting can be really fun just to get in close if it's you know nature flowers you've so got you're talking about like
0: you can also start talking about macro shots right?
1: Yeah, ultimately, sure, yeah, take it all the way to that level of, you know, a macro lens, which is going to just enable you to create whole new worlds from really tiny subject matter that you can really zoom in on. But I mean, even, you know, if like we shoot in Red Hook a lot or Coney Island, I mean, you know, oftentimes if you just you see something that catches your eye that looks interesting and you just get a couple inches away from it, then you're going to start producing a different kind of image—not your ordinary. Oh, let me stand here and just take a shot of of this boardwalk and yeah. you know get these people.
0: Yeah. Sorry. When you say that, the first thing I thought about is when we had that class about teaching um, people how to photograph their kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. and part of that is getting in close because everybody wants to stand back from the kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Getting close, and the other thing about that was also getting to their level too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I saw I saw a woman on the street. The other day, and, and she was taking a picture, and she wasn't getting close to the dog. She sh- just stood up with her camera and like and actually held it the wrong way. And that's another podcast. It's another episode about how to hold your camera. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's one of our classes. But anyway, she was not holding the camera correctly, and she was just sort of pointed down at the dog, standing back. Now, of course, it's a dog. You know, it was a strange dog to her. But I was thinking, get down, get yeah. to the dog's level. Right. You know, I think yeah. that's part of getting close, getting closer, is like getting. Getting to the level of your subject, you know, uh-huh. every time you shoot at a different level, it says something different about the subject. If you're shooting down on somebody, it's, you know, that has one vocabulary. If you're shooting up at somebody, it's another vocabulary. Everybody sh- photographs their kids because they're grownups and they're shooting down on their children. Get down with your kids. Uh-huh. Get down on the ground and get close to them and see the world from their level. And you talk about, you know, it's almost like a transforming image.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it was in that workshop that we did for parents on shooting kids that was like, you gave the suggestion of, put your kid up on the kitchen counter. So, I mean, that, that's another way of just getting on the same level.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know? It was probably safer to put... <laughs> yeah, get down on their level, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, you yeah. know... Just, I mean, you could get up on the roof. No, that, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, I'm also thinking of cell phone pictures. People always, you know, cell phone iPhone cameras, Android yeah, cameras, yeah. they're naturally wide, they're wide lenses. So, uh-huh. you know, again, if depending on what you want to shoot, I think getting in closer with one of those cameras, again, you have to watch out for the distortion uh-huh. as well.
1: Right. Which can at times be fun, but it's something to be aware of. And yeah.
0: I was going to say, I was going to bring up, I, I was shooting the um, Coney Island Mermaid Parade from inside the parade. I was with a band.
1: So you were naturally close because you were right in the midst yeah, of the, yeah. your subjects. Yeah.
0: And I had to use a wide lens because I was physically close to them, so I, there had to be this closeness to them. So I used uh-huh. the wide lens, but I, I, used, I got close up to them, showed the background a lot. That's what they wanted to see. They were you know in the context of the parade. But, of course, there were other people in the parade I wanted to photograph while I was walking. So I used to use my zoom lens to shoot them so that I was always close to somebody. I was uh-huh. either close to my subjects, the, the group I was with, or I was close to the people that I was shooting outside the parade because I was using my zoom lens. I mean, in this case, I had to carry two cameras with me. Uh But, I mean, if I had a zoom, I mean, I was using a telephoto, I should say. If I had a zoom lens, if I had a fairly decent zoom lens, I could go back and forth. Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, I mean, that, that makes a good point. Sometimes, for whatever reason, the conditions that you're shooting under, your subject might be kind of far away. Maybe it's a it's an, a ceremony, an event, and it's just not practical to get close up to your subject matter. And, and so then um, having the equipment that will enable you to be yeah, close yeah, to your telephoto. Yeah,
0: I mean, a good zoom lens. I mean, one of these days someone's going to make a zoom lens that goes from 18 millimeters to 300 millimeters and be a really good lens. The lenses that are out there that do that are not – they're like a, sort of a compromise. I uh, think, but, uh I mean that would be like the perfect lens
1: yeah you know, so that you, yeah
0: you have the wide and you have the zoom and you can get close either way uh-huh. So. uh-huh but again you know someone said you know if you had the one lens on your camera you know you have a 50 millimeter lens on it move in close you know that's my zoom lens my legs my legs are my zoom uh-huh you know yeah walk up walk closer to your subject you know mm-hmm. and in these days we've got cameras with multiple megapixels so you can crop later i mean if you wanted to bring you know the The image the subject closer you could crop into it but try to physically move closer yeah no i
1: think that's that's a great summary the bottom line being generally you want to get close sometimes you do that with equipment but oftentimes the easiest way is just take a few steps get a little closer than you might normally get and i think generally you're going to find you're starting to get some more interesting
0: images so getting close get in closer right that's the That's today's lesson. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we're getting, yeah, we're getting close to 20 minutes here. So I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. We hope you guys are listening and enjoying. We're trying to keep it short, sweet. So far, I've been putting these out once a week. But, you know, that's just to get us started. And, uh, you know, I don't know when this will come out. This might be around Halloween, beginning of November.
1: And then coming soon after that, we're going to be doing the how to thin your subject. Thinning thinning and widening. Yeah. Yeah and skinny.
0: Also, we're still working on our online Switch to Manual courses. So yeah. So those will yeah, be coming up. Yeah, we're getting up. close. Those Might will be, be coming, coming by up. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah. Until then, check up on our site, switchtomanual.com. We do run workshops in New York City and photo walks. And we've got a lot of great places to come to see in New York. And we'd like to teach you how to switch to the manual position on your camera. So come to switch to manual We're on Twitter at switch the numeral two manual. So switch to manual. So we're on Flickr. And we're on Facebook. Please like our Facebook page. We like all the people on Facebook. We're Facebook people, too. We're, yeah, we're total geeks in that way. We have an Instagram account, but we haven't started it yet. And I think Instagram has also switched the numeral to manual. Oh, cool. All right. right. Yeah. so We have our individual
1: ones, so we'll have to start using them too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We want you to follow us and Switch to Manual. We have no pictures there yet. That's it for this episode of Street Shots. We hope you enjoyed it. Oh, and if you guys have any suggestions, email us at info at switch to com. We'd like some suggestions for future podcasts. But we want to hear from you guys um, what you want to hear about in terms of photography and what me and... uh, tom can chat about so with that i would like to say i'm antonio and i'm tom and we're the switch to manual guys and we will see you next time adios